Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad podcast. This is the place where we address dad dynamics and discuss personal experiences, stories, and poem submissions to help provide a platform for healing while simultaneously uplifting one another. Let's change the dad narrative all around. Let's go. Let's grow. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you for joining me at Dear Dad Podcast. My name is Jimson Darius, a.k.a. BJ. And I just want to first and foremost want to thank my fans. I want to thank those that download the episode, that have listened to it from the beginning to now. Those that have listened to it one time and listened to it now. I want to just thank you. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about the, pro- the concept that I heard on, I think it was a radio station or Instagram. Or to say, just imagine how many how many people are listening to your episode. If it says 10, if it says 15, if it says 20 or 30, imagine these individuals are in the room listening to your podcast or listening to you speak. That's how much you are valued and that's how much I value you guys. And I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for, again for continuing to subscribing, continuing to sharing, continue to just listening to my voice, continue to listen to what I have to say, to say this is to say to all of you guys, I'm just very thankful and I'm very blessed for your presence. And I'm very blessed for you um, individually and collectively. Um, so again, thank you. Thank you so much for subscribing. So far, season four is here and we are um, hitting it hard. We did a couple of episodes that are um, personal. We did one that was personal for me as far as the sickle cell traits, um, which was very informative. Um, my brother, Farhan Desir was amazing um and i'm gonna have him again as uh i'm gonna have him again for the father section but i just thought i, I could have just used him for this this part for um for the uh, sickle cell trait um i know something that i need to know i know some the my community my culture needs to know about it more uh so therefore i wanted to just like you know have him on so he can just share that with us um but check out that episode with foran about what is sickle cell trait and he would give you a lot of information. I put the website on there and I put the, the CDC website on there just for you to get more information. And just for yourself, if you are interested in knowing more about this, do some more research. I know there are other people, other people that have a presentation out there or uh, specialists that has more information about this particular topic. And, you know, they can dive in. If you know anybody that's willing to come to this podcast and express more about this, that can give us more of an education part of it or just give us a better knowledge of what it is and how do we contract it or what do we need to do in the medical terms for it. Um, so um, look up yourself. If you guys know anybody that's interested or if you guys know a therapist that is willing to come to this episode or come to this podcast, um, I'm more than willing to um have them on because we need to have a therapist i'm looking for a therapist to have on so i can ask some particular question uh and and more or less dealing with mental health in our community for um particularly males um or fathers whichever way you want to think about it but you know they have a, a therapist on here but yeah if you guys know anybody that you can recommend shoot me an email at deardadpodcast.com you got me on instagram at deardadpodcast so just hit me up, message me. I don't mind if you guys want to have any conversation relating to a t- topic that we touch based on or you think we I should touch based on. Just hit me up, guys. I also want to give a shout out to all the dads out there. Um, father figures, grandfathers, dads, great grandfathers um, in early uh, in early 
Um, happy Father's Day, I would say. Um, I am now currently a dad of two. For those of you that do follow me, I am starting to post that up. So I am a dad of two. Um, and I am happy and I am pretty much falling in love all over again. So uh, my heart is not split in two. It's just another section of my heart that's opening up, another chamber of my heart that's opening up that I can love even more. So when you ask me, how does it feel to be a dad of two? I just feel like it's, again, it's like loving all is falling in love all over again. But yes, I am a dad of two now. I have my son, I have both of my sons. So I don't have, I didn't have a girl, I have a boy again, but it's a blessing. Uh, I absolutely love that. So I want to say happy Father's Day to all the dads out there for what you guys are doing, the amazing job that you guys are doing. I believe in you and um, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Be an example, be the best version of yourself and continue striving forward. I am proud of every last one of you guys. So a huge shout out to my dad, a huge shout out to my brothers, um, big brother P, my younger brother G. Um, you guys are doing a phenomenal job as dads. And I just want to give you guys a shout out early. Um, happy Father's Day. And those of you that are close to me, that you guys know how much I feel about you guys and how much I love you. I want to just give you a shout out as well. Personally, just want to say thank you, especially those dads that come on this podcast that that share their experience in fatherhood. So I just want to give you guys a special shout out for one coming on, for giving us your experience, your journey as fatherhood and you and giving us wisdom about fatherhood. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to you guys for, for coming through, for being a, a great dad and for being an example to me. So, um, so today I want to talk about particularly uh, uh, something I came across um, when I was I was searching certain topics to talk about or I wanted to um, share with you guys. This one's particularly uh, was labeled um, things that I, I wish I knew before I became a dad. Um, and I chose that particularly because, you know, how many of us especially those that don't have a dad wish that, you know, if I wasn't a father before I was a dad, I wish I knew certain these things. I wish I knew certain things before I jumped into it. I'm not saying you wouldn't do it, but it's better. It's better to know, to be knowledge of certain things instead of just going into, into it blindly. So, um, a few things that I wish personally, or just again, just out to you guys that I, I wish I knew before I got, before I became a dad. Um, and, what I was getting myself into or what I should expect, I would say, because, <laughs> you, you know, every child is different. So you don't know what you're getting into. But um, there are things that, you you know, you can you can share um, some of these things on the list is, you know, it's common sense. I would say, you know, it's hard. I'm trying not to say that word because, you know, not everybody understand or that have that common sense, quote unquote. But, um, yeah, certain things that I wish that I have known um, before having a child. Um, things that I should have known, things that I feel like other dads should be telling other dads to be, um, what to expect, what to look forward to, um, the goods, the bad, the ugly, the wants, the don't wants, all that stuff. So um, this is a pretty much a list of things that I feel, I figure I, I felt was kind of relevant, at least I can relate to. And I'm hoping that you guys can relate to it as well. So um, a few things that I wish, again, the topic is pretty much a few things that I wish I knew before I was a dad. So let me hop right into it so I won't take too much of you guys' time. So the first one, uh, one of the, the, I think it's like 13, but I don't know if I'm going to go through the whole thing. 
Um, one of the first ones that I want to tackle is give their growing mind more credit. Um, I wish I knew about how much a child absorbed at an early age. Um, that's pretty much what it's saying. Like give the brain credit. Um, I know so many kids personally, you know, if I think for my nephew, you know, they remember and my niece, they remember like things when they were like very, very young. And I say that because I don't remember anything. <laughs> Maybe it's just particularly me, but you know, I'm, I'm, I, the, the, the amount of information that they can retain and, and remember is profound. So do not, do not, what can I say about this? So do not think that whatever is done in front of your child at an early age that they're not going to remember it. That's one thing particularly I would have to pretty much say. A lot of people out there um, having arguments and um, yelling and screaming and disciplining and all that stuff in front of the child and they're thinking that, oh, the kid doesn't hear, right? The kid doesn't know what's going on. They may not, they may not exactly know what's going on, but they hear it, right? So you have to understand there are certain conversations that you can't have in front of your child. There's certain um, language that you can have in front of your child, you know, depending on the person. Some people curse and say certain things in front of the kids, but don't go in the impression that they don't understand or they don't remember or they're not going to remember this conversation. I mean, granted, let's think about certain things that your mom or your dad have told you when you were young or any friends or family of yours that have told you something and it hurt you and you remember it till today. You remember how it felt, you remember the words that came out, you remember where you were, what you were doing, what you were holding. Some of us can remember what color of clothes we, was, we were wearing. Um, so you have to understand that kids' mind are, even though they are young and is developing, we have to understand that they are going to remember a lot of things. But uh, more than that is not only if they remember, but you know the long-term effect that is going to have on them if they are impacted negatively, right? Um, so some people, you know, they it can change their, their whole de demeanor of how they can uh, approach certain things because of how mom and dad handled um, discussions or arguments, right? It's just all about aggressions, all about, you know, pushing and pulling and punching and bite, all that stuff. And that's what the, the kids, that's what a child is going to emulate and show to other people that's out there. Um, and that's how he does, he deal with stuff. Um, I've went out with um, one or two individuals that, um, she the people you know they they had anger issues right they have they have the way they the way they deal with discussion or misunderstandings or you know a way of de developing things is just arguing or it's aggression um and i'm not a person of aggression but it's hard for me to just like trying to fight someone that their natural being or what they've taught is just argument and argument is an is a is a okay thing that's what they've learned so um, be careful how you talk to your kids and be careful what you say around your kids because their brain is sponge. I know we heard that multiple times, but you have to understand that they remember a lot of these things. They hear a lot of these things and they're going to um, start repeating these things. You got to you have to be careful about, again, what you say around them and how you say it around them, the tone, the pitch that you say. And they're just going to mimic everything that you do. So you have to be very, very careful of what you say around them. So don't be ignorant to that and say, my kid is not going to remember this or, um, you know, he's too young or she's too young to remember this, but don't put anything past them. Just be careful. Just remembering that there are certain conversations, there are certain tones, there are certain ways you talk around a child. 
and those those ways are the ways they're going to again uh, mimic when they get older that's how they're going to feel like they're going to um they should talk to other people so be careful of how you talk to um your kids um remember that they will remember they will remember a lot of things my nephew per se remember remember a couple of things that i'm just like how do you remember that matter of fact my brother was telling me that my older brother was telling me uh, his son my nephew remembers certain things when he was just like you know a few months old maybe a year old and you know by the time he's like three or four years old he's like oh yeah, i remember when we went here it was this time or this time it was kind of amazing that he can recall that you know at an early age that he just like retained that so if he can retain a place that he went to he can also retain the conversation that you're having the way you're talking the way you're acting he's going to going to remember that as well so be careful that's all i'm pretty much saying be careful about the kid's brain your child brain and um trying to let them know that you know they don't you know thinking that they're not going to remember what you said so um the next one on the list is pretty much saying time goes by very quickly the next one is time goes by very quickly um that's one thing i guess you won't know until you have a child you won't have a kid on your own start realizing these things how fast they grow and how much you are pretty much you're growing i mean you know it's always going to be a, a growth thing but you will see their development faster than you can see yours because you go look at pictures you look the same but you know you look a picture three months later they look you look the same but they're growing um it's because you know they're growing faster you you your growth have already stopped and you know you're just getting older but you know for them they're gonna go faster so time go by fast so capture everything that you can photograph videos um go to events you know whatever it is that you can do to to collect those memories remember that you know it goes by quick <laughs> i know some people was talking about you know especially when those that have kids dads that have kids you're saying look i just it was like yesterday that i just like was changing diapers and now he's graduated from you know high school college you know high school you know whatever it is and you know you just try to think like where did all this time go so you have to understand and know that time go fast so make use of it know what you want to do with your child um trips and um games and all that stuff that you can do with them so you can remember these things right so you won't have to reach an age and say oh man i wish i could i wish i did i, I didn't get the chance to but if you timing it and know that you know you're not going to have those time again just take advantage of it just like again fill it up with happy memories fill it up with intentional memories intentional things that you want to do and i think that's another thing that's going to be on the list being intentional about certain things that you do setting traditions so they can they can start that again um one thing you might hear me say over and over again in this episode is just that um you got to be a foundation for your kids you got to be a foundation for your child because you are the first example of how to act how to talk how to what to do so if you act a certain way or do certain things, they most likely are going to mimic what you do. I know some parents have the tendency to say, don't uh, uh, do what I say and not as I do. How many of us, even personally myself, um, we mimic what our parents do and not what they say, right? It's action. Your actions speak more volume. Your actions, is, your actions speak louder than your words. So you have to be careful about about your actions. So um, you're not going to say don't do this, but yet you act in a certain way. So if your kids see that, they're going to act, they're going to do what you do. So scratch that, you know, do as I say, not as I do thing out your mind. But um, just remember, again, just, just remember that there there is a 
there is a, a limited amount of time that we have with each other um if you count the days of you know between the time you have them to the time to go off to college it's not that much i know somebody was i think it was a time when somebody was saying i think there was an uh an instagram post that says you know you have x amount of sundays or mondays with your kids and every time that week passed you're just losing one and you, you know once they get again once they go off to college and you know get married that's pretty much it you're not spending time with them they got their own life to live just like we have our own life to live to spit up from our parents but time goes fast it goes fast i have my son right now he's three going to four my um my one week old son is is developing so quick day two or day one he's moving his head day two he's already opening his eyes he's already eating almost a whole 20 uh, uh two ounce you would say but by the end of the week or so like it's just so quick right and i don't remember that my son went through that my my first son I don't, I don't remember him doing those things um you know just certain things i would say okay you know my, my oldest son did the same thing my younger son is doing the same thing as well um but, but for the most part i don't remember because we can't we don't well i don't have the the capacity to remember all these things but um because i know i'm not i don't have that talent or remember everything i my best way of recording these things is either talking about it on the podcast i would do um video vlogs on our other channel Darius destinations um uh we do events whatever it is i do i, I record i find a way to record on my phone or whatever it is some audio of my son just saying jesus loves me whatever it might be just for me to just like reference those times to just like okay it passes but i have recorded i have a record of it so i can like you know go back to it and listen to it as much as i, I want to and that's also part of this podcast you know i can i can use this to just listen to it you know my thought my mind frame where i was right now and just you know see if it's positive or negative and just reference towards it but um time time is just we don't have that time we don't have time in our hands it's just it's going but for what we can do with it is up to us, right? So we have to know we got to be intentional. We got to do things that's going to be positive, that's going to have a positive future outlook uh, on life. Um, the way we act, the way we talk, the way we talk to others, it's just, you know, it's we have to be careful about those things. But I'm probably jumping ahead. But let me just go to the next one. Um, the next one is there's never enough space. Yeah, there's never enough space. <laughs> um, this is particularly referencing how much space that that your child takes in your life, physically and emotionally. Um, how much space is the bassinets, it's the cribs. Um, there's places that you got to have to, you know, storage the diaper, uh, the diaper storage. Um, and you, you turn around, you know, the entire room is pretty much catered to a child and not for you anymore. Or it's not it's not yeah it's not for you anymore so it's it's weird so we have to keep thinking how much of the space that kids take especially a first time dad remember that <laughs> that kids take a lot of space what was yours now is not yours anymore right uh what was what was ours between you and your wife or your girlfriend is not it's not there anymore so it you it's it's now it's this open space for it's an open it's, we call it a community space so anybody can come can sit can walk and watch can eat at the same spot so you don't have to it's nothing private anymore um the amount of attention that's needed for a child is ridiculous you know that's a lot of sacrifices that you have to understand that you have to give some people don't know that's how much they have to give but you have to know, mentally be ready for that how much time that's being taken away that you you that you have to cater to 
um I'm, I'm, the previous one was again we're talking about time but knowing that you know um you take advantage of it of the time knowing that um you know pretty much time right but um and having enough space having enough space i'm sorry i got sidetracked having enough space in your house physical space mental space for yourself and for your child but, but how much space a kid would take um in your life <laughs> in your house in your home it's a lot so don't think that whatever you have right now is for you and you only just know that just enjoy the time that you have with it now because by the time the child come it's either going to go away or it's going to be pushed to the side um because everything else is going to be catered to the child so <laughs> expect to share um everything if not um a lot of things if not everything okay so um this one is kind of funny but uh it's real so this one says relax poop isn't that bad i've had my share experience with getting pooped on with my son i'm talking about you know projectile poop um because i didn't cover him up before you know i decided to change him um the same thing with pp i got pp on me and all that stuff but people mostly get grossed out because of the poop because of smell because you know it's it, it you know it, it's poop period it's poop it's not that fun but um as a dad you start realizing that these things is not that big of a deal there's a lot of things that you're going to experience but this is definitely one of them that poop is not that big of a deal like just chill do what you got to do if you got to put a mask on if you got to put a whatever you got to do get that done and um change the diaper you know some people just veer away from that or just can't take it um just man up i would say you know i don't like saying that word but just man up and change the diaper you know it's not going to be pretty but you know you might as well get used to it now and and um when it comes later when it actually get worse <laughs> um then you can get used to it right because in the beginning phase you don't it have it doesn't really have any scent because the baby is mostly drinking some similax or you know breast milk doesn't really smell but as they get older you know it start to you know smell it start to smell not too great so um you might as well get used to the scent right now and then you know as time goes on when you start having a regular human poop then you can deal with that it's not nice it's not pretty but you know that's part of being a dad that's part of um dadhood so don't be afraid of, of poop guys you know if i if, if i would say anything just dive in <laughs> you know just dive in and just do what you got to do right don't expect somebody else to do what you should be doing um and also the reason why i'm saying that is because um it gives you bonding time with your child that's when you can sing to the child that's when you can you know physically physically touch the child um you know rub the head rub the tummy you know tell them it's okay so if they don't like the diaper being changed uh, like my son but it gives you time for you to be um close to your son it gives you time to be close to your child to your daughter um so don't be afraid of, of changing diapers guys i feel proud whenever i do that i don't want to have to wait for somebody else to do it for me i'm able to do it and i've been doing that at an early age so um i'm used to it and i force myself to like learn how to do these things because i don't want somebody else to do it for me it's just my tendency of doing these things but um poop is not that bad it's not that bad. well i'm sorry it is bad but you know you can do it <laughs> you can do it um don't don't run away from it don't give it to somebody else or you know pass the baby on to grandma and auntie or something like that or somebody that knows how to do it better better than you quote unquote but for me i don't i don't worry about i don't think about those things i just i know my son needs to get changed i'm going to change him <laughs> i'm going to change him um sorry let's move on to the next one 
um, not all arguments need to be one. <clears throat> this is for marriage. This is when you have one, two, three, four kids. Um, and I think you could think this pretty much and everywhere in your life. But as new dads know that conversation you have with your child when they are baby and when they are older, it's not about winning an argument. It's for me, it's not about winning. It's, a, it's about understanding what the other person is saying or trying to make the person understand what you're saying without yelling and screaming. Um, those are just, you know, communication cues that you can um, try to look into, but not <clears throat> pointing fingers and not trying to be um, rebellious or try, don't try to be that's not rebellious. I'm trying to be uh, revengeful, um, just always trying to listen, actively listening and stuff like that. But for, for first time sad, I'm really going to hit home and say, um, I'm really going to try to pin this down and say that, you know, arguments is not something that you're trying to look to win, especially at dad. You're going to notice that you're going to, you're going to let a lot of things go because it's not worth holding on to. You're going to think you're going to let, you're going to let a lot of things go because it's not something that you, um, need to hold on to. You're going to be like, this is better stuff or meaningful stuff that I need to discuss or I could get mad at. Instead of, you know, trying to win every arguments in every conversation. It's not about winning. If you're going in, in it to win something, you're going to you already lose. Um, so it's arguments with your child, with your spouse and with your child. Just know, just find a way for you to know how to know how to communicate, how to talk. And it's not about arguing. It's about communicating, proper communication, um, talk to the talking to um, the person and you know acknowledging what they're saying and taking in what they're saying repeat what they're saying it's just an art it's an art to it so you have to put in that work you really gotta put in that work but number one thing you gotta know that if you're going in to win an argument or you're gonna have an argument and to win that you're already losing you're going to already setting yourself up for i would say failure but for a hard and um for a hard and um unhealthy relationship with your child even with your, your spouse so it's not about winning it's about how can you better communicate and how can you um say what you have to say without putting the other person's down um okay so number six it's okay to ask for help uh i i i can honestly say i've asked for help for almost any almost every avenue of my dadhood um i've done it before i became a dad and i did it you know while I was a dad, like, look, I don't know what to do. My brothers were older than me. I'm sorry, my, my, my older brother P and my younger brother G, they were dads before I am. So I would always try to ask them questions or I was just trying to pick up cues and pick up certain things that they say. So, or the things that they do so I can like mimic that as well. So I ask for help. How do you feel about certain things and why do this happen? Or are you the only one that's going through this? Or am I the only one that's going through this? I would say, am I the only one that's going through this? Because this happened, this happened, this happened, and I don't know what to do. You know, the baby's crying consistently. Fed him, I burped him, I changed the diaper, um, and the baby's still crying. Why the baby's crying? I try to get pacified and it's not working. What do I do, right? Because this thing can be frustrating. Even me, I'm a dad of two. I already had a, 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 I already had a son already. But, you know, every child is different. My son right now, he loves to eat. You know, my second kid, is he loves to eat and he needs to eat when he needs to eat. He wakes up and the first thing he was looking for is to get fed. Um, if he's not fed, he's not anybody's friend. Um, those are, the two, most of, those are the, almost the, the two times I would say my son really cry is when his diaper is being changed. He doesn't really like that. And when he needs to eat. 
So <laughs> he likes to eat, which is always a good thing for a kid that likes to eat. Um, but ask for help. If you don't understand something, if you don't know how to do something, ask for help. Um, look it up. I mean, Google and YouTube and all that stuff, they have a lot of things out there that can help first-time dads um, how to deal with certain things. Instagram is great with, with those things right now, I mean, especially now the dad movement is happening. And, you know, there's a lot of people that have questions and, you know, how do I do, go about doing this and the stress of it? How do I go about doing these things? How do I go to uh, how do I go about being distressed by certain things? You know, there's a lot of things to do. But if you don't understand what to do, how to do it, ask questions. Let's not be ignorant to these things. The, the more we ignore um, these things, the more we ignore asking for questions, asking for answers, um, asking questions and looking for answers. We're going to, again, we are, you are, you are, I'm going to say me, you are setting yourself up for harder um, fatherhood. Um, for the future because now you are trying to figure things out on your own whereas you can ask someone that's been there or that's, that is going through it and ask them look how did you get through this I want to know and they will tell you so instead of you trying to figure it out yourself you already have someone that's an example you already have someone that, as an example to teach you how to avoid these things or how to deal with situations so instead of doing it yourself you know, breaking your back, you know, and hurting your head, trying to figure certain things out. Ask for help. That's like, you know, if you get uh, uh, a dresser drawer, you don't know what to do, right? You don't know how to go about doing it. You're not a person that, you know, you're not really that handy. Instead of trying to figure it out yourself and it takes you almost two, three hours, if not five hours to figure it out and it's still wrong, call one of your friends up. Ask for help. Can you come and help me? I'm not too great with this. Can you help me with that? And that's going to build a better relationship with you and that whoever else that you call because you show trust in them. They're going to show trust in you. But um, it's okay. It is absolutely okay to ask for help. You don't know something, ask for help. You know, as men, particularly for me, I hate asking for help because I, I want to figure it out myself. But if it's something that I know I can't do, I know I cannot understand, I'm going to reach out. Probably reach out to my cousin E. I'll reach out to my, my brothers. Uh, one of my um, close friends that I have, you know, you know, I have a relationship with. I was like, look, I don't know what's this. I don't know how to do this. I need, I need, I need a drill or something like that. Can you help me out? And you know, the more you put trust in other people, they're gonna put trust in you as well. So, ask question, guys. Ask a question. Don't be that person that won't try to figure things out on their own and then end up being worse than what it it, it sh should have been. So, don't, don't be afraid to ask questions. All right, so this one is uh, label it as screen time isn't as evil as it's made out to be. So I know a lot of people right now that's saying, you know, do not put your kid in front of the te television for too long. Do not give them, um, do not watch um, YouTube for too long or do not watch, you know, let them be on a device for too long, which I absolutely agree with. I really do agree with, you know, that, that time frame in front of the screen. Um, it can it can hurt them for, uh, for for some kids in the long run. Um, you know, when we were growing up, the first thing our parents would say is like, "You can't watch TV for this long," you know, because it can hurt your brain or whatever it is. Or if you keep your kids on their tablet, tablet or the iPad for too long, you know, X Y Z is going to happen. It's not good for them. They're going to be dependent on it. Which again, there they are some facts to those things. There are some facts. I'm not going to say it's not, but I'm, me speak, speaking for example. Um, for me speaking from experience, my son, he does use that device. And sometimes I know he uses it excessively. I'm not going to say he doesn't, and I'm not going to give excuses that he does. 
Um, I'm not going to give any excuses, but I know that majority of what my son have learned and I'm not talking about, you know, behaviors and stuff like that. But majority as far as um, um, intellectually that what my son have learned is from watching YouTubes and those programs, you know, kids TV and uh, PBS kids. Um, they teach him, right? They, he has all this information that that would be um, scattered all over the different channels that we had to uh, surf or go to different website that we had to go to. He had that in a, on the palm of his hand, so he can literally flip flip through it and get whatever he needs to get. So my son knew how to read, learn colors, shapes, numbers, all that stuff at a very very early age. Right. So and his memory, like we were talking about before, is very it's really, really good. So he, I almost think that he has photographic memory. So he remembers all this stuff. So he was able to learn um, his alphabets, his numbers, his colors, his shapes to octagon, to a pentagon, to a decagon. He knew all the stuff at a very early age, I think before he was one years old and recognized them and able to um, tell you what it is. So at an early age, man, he learned he learned those things through the ipad he learned his stuff through watching tv you know i don't have the time to cater to him for those things so you know they, he was able to grab grab grasp to it he was able to hold on to it and, and get this information so screen time per se is not i wouldn't say it's bad it's not as evil as they say it is but um you have to monitor it and know that you know it may be x amount of time that you spend on this ipad you just need to scale back on it because then they're going to depend on it I'm not gonna lie, he does depend on it, and that's his go-to. Um, but I can honestly say, much, a lot of the things that my son have learned, it's from the iPad. It's from watching programs. How he, they teach, they're teaching him these things before he can go to, go to school. So right now, whenever he goes to pre-K, I know he's going to learn he, the stuff that he learned already at home. He's gonna be advanced when he, whenever he goes to school, and that's what I'm trying to do. So he know how to write his name. He knows his address. He knows mommy's phone number. He knows daddy's phone number, daddy's first name and last name. Um, he knows all these things, right? He, some of them are being taught. But, you know, these things can get taught on the iPad or the screen time, he would say. And it's not so bad. You know, there are a lot of educational programs out there that you can focus on and have your kids do how to write. My son know how to, know how to spell and he know how to write. He loves to read to a point that, you know, now if you watch movies or shows that has subtitles, that's what he loves because he loves to read. Now he's able to read these things. We go to the supermarket. He's just telling me, oh, this says produce. Or if he doesn't understand it, he asks me, what does that say? Right. So inquisitive, trying to understand what he's what's in front of him. And not all kids are like that. But he gained these things because he was watching the program. Part of it. Um other part came from us others was just like we just had to teach him right but we just noticed that he's he has a a hunger to learn new things or learn about new things his academia was just he loved he loved education he loved learning teaching himself arabic and spanish reaching him creole so you know it's a bunch of stuff that we we are doing but you know the screen time is not that bad it's really not that, not that bad but you just for me i think you just gotta um you have to monitor it to know how much screen time they need to play you know maybe put a parental control where they, they can't have certain things they can't you can't go to certain website pbs kids i think is really great they got youtube kids now right that caters to just about just for kids and the programs there is for kids and the shows there is for kids so they're not going to venture out into the regular youtube that they're going to fall into a, a rabbit hole of stuff that they don't need to be exposed to right so um 
it can be controlled. So it's not that bad to have screen time or iPad or a tablet. You just have to control it. My son gained a lot from it. Others maybe could be different. I'm not saying, I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm just speaking for myself. But I'm also saying that screen time on the iPad or on the phone, I'm sorry, on the iPad, on the television or a tablet, it's not that bad. Or should I say your, your phone, period, right? It's not that bad. So just monitor it and know that um, well, the time you spend on that device. Um, every kid learned differently. And my son just happened to learn a lot on YouTube kids. The next one is it is okay to make mistakes. <laughs> As a dad, you're going to make mistakes, especially a first time dad. You're going to make mistakes. That's where if you don't understand certain things, ask questions. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to overfeed your son. You're going to forget to do certain things with your your, your daughter. You're gonna maybe not put in the socks. Maybe not. Maybe not uh, swaddle your your child as when they when they're supposed to be. Um, I know with my when I first got my son, I think the first week or so, um, and he was born in the summer, so it was very very hot on the place that we was living in, and I had the AC on, and he was I think it was a couple of days old, and he was on the bassinet next to the, the bed, and my son, my wife. My wife woke up sporadically and looked at him and he was a little bit blue because <laughs> that was my mistake. If I can't sleep in the heat, so I put the, the AC on. My mistake was that I wanted to put the AC on because I was hot. But as a baby, what I was taught was that the babies cannot regulate their temperature. So they don't get goosebumps. They cannot have, they don't, they're not sweating. Um, and so therefore they can't regulate the heat. They cannot increase it or decrease it. So we had, that's why we bundling them, put a hat on them, on the gloves, on their hands, um, because they need to regulate their temperature. They can't do it. That's why we have to be careful about that. So I woke up, my wife woke up, should I say, and my son was a little bit blue. There's <laughs> a little bit of transparency. My little was a little bit blue. So my wife was like, turn off the AC. So I turned it off and she just like held them and, and we had to sleep the rest of the night in the, in the heat. Um, but again, I made a mistake. I didn't know because I was thinking about myself, right? I was thinking about myself because I'm I'm hot and I want to get cool off. But I'm forgetting that my son doesn't have, you know, he can't has he doesn't have goosebump yet. He can't shiver. He's not doing anything. All you can do is just like his body temperature will just drop. And that's exactly what happened. And I am sorry. And I'm praying to God that there was any last long last no lasting effect on that. But you're gonna make mistakes. You know, maybe on the, the formula, you're going to put too much or not enough or something like that. Uh, you're going to forget your forget to feed your child um, at the time they're supposed to be get fed. A, a newborn baby is supposed to be get fed around um, two hours to two and a half hours, no more than four hours. I would even say four hours. Four hours is going to be way too long. So you want to keep the stomach, you know, have they have to have some kind of substance in there. If it's breast milk or if it's Similax. Um, any kind of formula, they have to have some substance. But you don't know these things when you first become a dad. But you know, I'm telling you now. For those of you, for those of you that that are a new dad or look forward to be a new dad, you're gonna make mistakes. Don't beat yourself over over the head with it. Just look, I I made the mistake here. Own it and say, let me learn something from it, right? But you know, there's a lot of stuff that you you are not being told. I can't remember everything that I did that was wrong. I couldn't put a diaper on correctly at first um i think i had to figure out where does the diaper go where does the the, the velcro goes if it goes in the front it goes in the back i i i had to learn that right you're gonna make mistakes you make mistakes everybody make mistakes right 
Um, but again, uh, with the previous statement was that, you know, ask for help, but don't beat yourself up. If you do make a mistake, everybody make a mistake. I make a mistake. You're going to make a mistake. Just learn from it and move on and just don't beat yourself up. Right. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to stumble. You're going to trip. Hopefully not trip with the baby. But um, everybody make mistakes. My wife had only a couple of flukes for herself. I'm not going to mention it because this is not about moms right now. And I don't want to put her in the spot. But, you know, she did her own thing as well. But particularly for me, I've done a lot of stuff that I, I'm not, I wouldn't say proud of that. You know, I was like, oh, man, I wish I knew this. Or, you know, I forgot about this. Or, you know, that I should have done this differently. You're going to get that. And you're going to get that with every child. You know, if you have more than one kid, you're going to learn as you go. First child is going to be everything. You want to put everything in the basket. You want everything to be perfect. You want everything to be done right. And then the second kid, this is just a true statement. And then the second kid is going to be like, ah, you know, well, you know, okay, we can just hand, get hand-me-downs. Or you don't need that. We don't need this. Because then you, you learn from it. You're not going to spend, you know, all your paycheck on, you know, on stuff that you don't need or that's going to be temporary. You know, where you can actually spend it something better. But, you know, you learn from it. You learn from these things. You learn about yourself. You learn about who you are. You learn about you learn who your child is. Um, but you're going to make mistakes. <laughs> Don't be afraid about making mistakes. Don't be afraid when you do make mistakes. Because it does happen. It does happen. And it's going to happen. But give yourself credit. You know, just say, oh, I, I messed up. Let me just get up and continue. The kid is not hurt. The kid is not, you know... I'm going to say hurt. I want to say anything else. The kid is not hurt. He's alive. He's breathing. Let me, you know what? Next time around, let me, let me remember not to do certain things. But mistakes happen, guys. You know, oopsies happen. So don't worry about it. It's cruel to judge other first-time parents. It's cruel. It's cruel to judge first-time parents. Um, especially those that are, for those of us that are, in the game for a while we have we have a kid and we have the second kid or third whatever it is we know like i said before once you the first kid is you want to do everything after a while you know start to learn from it but don't be so cruel to a a first-time parent you know especially um uh parents your parents themselves because they've done it they're gonna find they're gonna find trying to find a way if if it's if it's done correctly they're gonna try to help you but because they have done they've been there before the first thing they want to do is step in and try to do it themselves instead of teaching you this is what they need to do um or judging you saying oh my god why would you do certain things that's really stupid of you to do something like just criticizing and putting down first time dads i'm not doing things um not participating and all that stuff you know stuff hurts so people have to be careful what to say, especially with a first-time dad. If it's the first time for you to do anything, know that you're going to make mistakes, like we said before. But um, don't be so judgmental for to, on those that are first-time dads. Just know that they're going to make mistakes just like you did, but they got to learn from it. But you can't just be so critical. Why is the stroller on in the middle of the aisle when we got to go shopping? I understand that it happens, but just talk it to talk to the person and not trying to ridicule and and point fingers and you know put the person down. Be very careful about what you say. I always say that um, words matter, and you have to know what you say, when you say, and how you say it. It does matter. So first time parents, it can it can break someone down. You know, especially as a parent, first time parent, and you tell them, look, you're doing this wrong. Just approach the individual and say, look, oh, don't forget to put the baby, take the baby off or make sure you put the baby in the car seat first before anything else. You know, don't lock the doors and don't leave the baby in the car for too long or by themselves. I'm sorry. 
No, I'm sorry. So I'll leave the I don't ever leave the baby in the car by by themselves. Um, for whatever reason, wherever you're gonna go, you go with the baby. All this stuff matters. And again, people make mistakes. I get it. But for first time parents, be a little bit gentle about that. First time dads, we already there's already a stigma around us that we don't we don't do a good job or we're not gonna do a good job. I'm not saying that's right. That's a hundred percent wrong. But you know, give us credit. We're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna we're, gonna, we're not gonna know what to do. It's the first time we're doing this, right? Some of us that don't have any kind of experience of sometimes even holding a, a, a child in our hands. So for those of us that are senior in the game, be careful how you talk to the first time dads, um, how what what you're saying, because, again, it can you can break somebody down. So um, I, would re- I would highly recommend that you be careful how you address a first time dad on the stuff that they're doing that's not good. I'm, I'm just I can just put that out there just you know be careful what you say words words matter man words hurt I've been there personally and I th- think this one might be the last one yeah this is the last one I'm gonna pick from this list so it will say you would never realize you would never realize how intense your love will be I know in the beginning of this episode I was saying you know my somebody asked me how it feels like to be a dad of two Honestly, is this again? It's just loving all over again, and I'm loving with with a new beginning. And the love that I have for my son doesn't even deplete. My first son doesn't even deplete. It's just it just continues. It's just like an extension of me. It's just a branch of me. It's just like continue, you know, gushing, continue blossoming, and I love that. So, to all first time dads, those of you that are investing in your child and that's. Um, paying attention to their behaviors and being intentional with being presence in their life um you, you you will realize how much love you have for your child you'll realize how much care and understanding and compassion you have for your child um but your heart will continue to grow your heart will continue to love no matter what the child does you're still gonna love them and, and you won't understand that until you have a kid of your own so when for your first time dad just allow your heart to be open and know that it is for a good reason. Be vulnerable. Be weak if you have to. Cry if you have to. I don't mind. I don't care. When it comes to my kids, I don't really care. I'm going to show them that I, I, I am emotional. I'm, I'm going to show them that I do get hurt. I do cry. I'm going to show them that because I want them to know that it's okay for them to show that part of them. Growing up, I didn't get that. And majority of us, especially my age, my generation, don't really get that. Society have this stigma against men. And women, it's too different, right? A girl can fall down and you get consoled, you get rubbed and say, baby, you're okay, what's going on? Kiss, kiss the boo-boo. And, you know, the brother can sit, can, uh, little brother can trip and hurt himself. And the first thing we was like, stop crying, man up, right? Um, crying is for girls. So we give, we, we're taking that power away and, and, and we are growing in unhealthy kids. So um, know that your love is going to grow. It's going to be different from the way you love anybody else in your life. Your parents, your siblings, your wife, your girlfriend. It's going to be completely different. When you become a dad for the first time, know that your heart is it's going to double. You're going to love. You're going to feel a love that you never felt before, honestly. And know that it's going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to get better. So allow yourself to learn, love. Allow yourself to love deeply do not be so stoic do not be a, a militant just 
honestly be vulnerable this is your child this is the time for you to just say to let everything go don't care about what other people say what other people do that's one thing i've learned not caring what other people say i don't care i don't really care what you say uh, all i know is that i'm gonna try my best to be the best version of myself for my child i'm gonna be the best version of myself for my kids and i want to set up a great future for them but in order for that to happen i have to allow myself to to feel love and i'm receiving love from my son and i, I love it and when you allow yourself to love or you allow yourself to um, your love to grow for your kids, your view towards your kids, your child, is going to be a whole lot warmer. It's a whole lot more welcoming. Instead of being so stoic and dead and not being involved, you're going to know that, you know, just you yelling at them or you you just like uh, talking sternly towards them or at them, you won't realize that, oh, maybe I was too stern or maybe I yelled too loud. Because now you start recognizing that you did wrong, right? You did something wrong and now you want to fix it. But that can only happen if you allow yourself to love and allow yourself to your heart to continue to swell up and love as much as you can. It's going to be intense. Your love for your child is going to be intense. For the first time, Dad, I'm going to tell you right now, just go all in. Spoil if you have to. Hug, kiss, you know, talk positive affirmations, everything. Just like rub the head. You know, rub the tummy, hold the hands, um, always be close, always talk, sing. I love to sing with, to my son. I love to sing with both to both my kids now. Um, so now they love music. They love when whenever my wife and I sing to them. So that's what we incorporate. But we we allow ourselves. I allow myself to fall in love and be in love and, and intentionally with my kids because I want them to know that I love them without me saying a word. So my actions speak louder. When I touch them, when I hold them, when I'm talking to them, it shows that I love them. And the only way I can show that is is, is if, I, if I allow myself to be engulfed in love. You know, I might feel like, I feel like I'm redundant, but this is, I'm just, I'm serious about this. So let's be different from what our previous generation of men were or fathers or grandfathers. If those of you that had great examples, you are exempt from this. I'm talking about those of us that don't have example or didn't have examples of good dads. And now we have the privilege of being a dad. So now we want to be different. We want to show them how to be a better person, a better human being, how to love, right? It's okay to cry. It's okay to show your emotions. It's okay to just be vulnerable. It's okay, right? It's okay. Guys, that's more or less it for today. Um, that's what I want to bring forth to you guys. Um, topics for new dads. Those of you guys that's going to be a dad for the first time and not not knowing what to expect, I say to you, reach out and talk to other dads. Do your research. Just like if, if you were getting a job interview, you do your research about the company. Do your research. Ask dads. Be in groups. Be in um, Zoom meetings that have other dads out there. Um, ask questions, Google stuff, YouTube stuff, go to Instagram, ask other dads, like I'm a new dad to the game. What should I expect? And I'm pretty sure you're going to get some really good answers right now. We got a really good answer. You're not going to get some arrogant or stupid questions or stupid answers, but you're going to get some really good hardcore answers from real people, um, real men out there, real dads. So, um, so for those of you that are going to be dads for the first time, Embrace it, guys. Embrace the love. Embrace the opportunity to 
be able to pour into someone that you're gonna make their make a make a difference in their lives. I hope that you guys learned something from me. If you guys have any questions, comments, um, send them to me. Email me at deardadpodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram. We're also on Facebook too. I don't know why I'm neglecting Facebook, but we're also on Facebook as well at Dear Dad Podcast. Um, and look us up. If you have any questions based on these particular um, subjects that I hit, there was others, others I feel like was relevant. It wasn't relevant to me, so I couldn't touch base on it. But if you guys you know, can relate to it, let me know. I, I would love to have an open conversation, an open dialogue with any one of you guys that feels different or you feel like you can elaborate on particularly on these things. So um, my fans, I'm particularly saying my fans, I'm glad that you guys are tuning in. I'm glad that you guys are still listening to me. I love this podcast. So if you guys, guys, if you have any questions, comments, again, just hit me up. I personally reply. I don't have any assistance. <laughs> I don't have a team. So um, it's pretty much my wife and I, we, we respond to the email. We will talk to you. Um, if you have any questions, comments, if you feel like you want to be on the podcast to talk about your journey as a dad, your experience as a dad, or, you know, whether it's good or bad. I'm not talking about really good. You know, some people say, oh, this is about all good and, you know, it looks, you know, cookies and rainbows. But no, I, I'm taking the good and I'm taking the bad. I just want to hear your story, your journey as a dad and what, you know, examples you can be or what you want, what positive um, thoughts you have for other dads out there. And that's why I said for beginner dads, you know, what new things that, you know, they should know. So if you have any questions or things you think I should touch base on, I can touch base on in a different episode. But let me know. Again, drop me a, a message. If you feel this episode was not uh, it's not relevant to you or you feel like it was didn't mean anything to you, I do apologize. For those of you that do feel like it was hit home, please share and um, talk about it. Um Let's, let's talk about it. I'm here on Instagram. Let me know. We can talk good. We can have a chat and we can go as far as that we need to go. So, and I want to say that I'm very thankful for, again, a season four. And I'm guessing episodes. This is how many episodes that we have now? I don't know, 20 something, which is profound for me because I didn't even know. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting this. I just, this is just fun for me. And it just became something that I'm passionate about. I love doing this. So, um, I guess I won't hold you guys any longer. Um, so first time dads, be the best version of yourself and continue to strive to do better. Ask questions, be um, be humble and know that you can make mistakes. Ask for help, ask for help. So again, 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 I do apologize. I am not gonna hold you any longer. I will catch you in a few, bye. For more Dear Dad podcasts, visit Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Make sure you check Dear Dad Podcasts on your favorite Instagram social media platform at Dear Dad Podcasts. Catch you later. Keep you down.